0: I had I had one in Maine towards the end where I slipped and fell on my finger, and then when I when I when I got up I realized my finger was facing backwards the wrong direction and it was it, it was excruciating pain, and I looked down at it and I'm just like what am I going to do I'm miles away from any hospital uh, people could I mean I was I was kind of screaming and cursing but nobody could hear me for miles so I was like what can I do I'm not going to call 911 for like you know a broken finger or whatever so. <clears throat> I just said I'm gonna do what they do on movies and TV. Uh, I did I did the old move. And I had and I know nothing about about that. I'm not a doctor or you know anything like that. I had no idea what I was doing, but I just took the finger and I just yanked on it and and somehow it went back into place.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Christian Ultra Podcast. Today I've got a through hiker who finished the Appalachian Trail this year and his trail name is Huck Finn. We met towards the end, I think it was around Maine or New Hampshire, and he's on the show to talk about what um he went through on the trail and how he's doing now. But before we get into the interview, I'd like to say a word about my run coaching. I offer online run coaching to anyone who wants to enter the world of ultra marathon. So if you've got a 100 kilometer or your first 50k or even a 100 miler, please do go and check out my website and check out what I offer. That's www.christianultra.com and that's Christian spelled K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Okay, on to the show. So hey man, how's it? How's it going? How are you how are you holding up after the Appalachian Trail? G-
0: good, man. You know, it's it's tough. I honestly, I honestly wake up every day or I'll have moments throughout the day where I'll just like have flashbacks and and, and feel like I'm still there or, or that I should still be there. You know, one or the other.
1: <laughs> Sounds like so. you need to get on the PCT.
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely I'm definitely thinking about doing that possibly next year or the year after. When I was when when I summited Katahdin, I was talking to the Dirty Bubble. They were talking about possibly doing it in 2023, but now it looks like Road Soda wants to do it next year. Yeah, he coming?
1: registered. He's he's got his permit. Um, he put that oh. up on Instagram, so I think he's got his permit. So he's definitely doing 2022. I well I mean from what I saw on his Instagram I don't know if the permit had been accepted but he'd registered for the permit so whether he's got it or not I'm not sure but if he's applying for a permit it's you know yeah he pretty much wants to do it in
0: 2022 you know yeah I hear you have you got a window could you do it I mean I I technically could but I I most of the money I, I still my knee's still a little bit injured I'm healing up from that and and um, some some in, some injuries, but but yeah, I could. It's just a, most of the money that I had saved up for the for the at, you know, yeah, is but is mostly spent. Like I I could do it, but I probably would need to work for a little bit first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but it's, um, it's definitely something that interests me for sure. <clears throat>
1: um, so you know, like, uh, so I met you on the trail, and it was close to the end of your journey. Um, but mm-hmm. I'd love to hear about. The, the start of your journey in fact and also even before your journey did you maybe you'd mentioned to me uh but just for the sake of the listeners who hadn't heard our conversations on the Appalachian trail I've, I've, had you um had you done any hiking previous to the AT
0: um i remember growing up and hiking a little bit in the adirondacks because my family grew up in uh, upstate new york um before moving to florida so we had done some but never, never more than like, you know, like five or six miles and never any overnight backpacking or anything like that. we done camping and hiking separately, but I, I had never done backpacking or, you know, the two together.
1: So you ever. really jumped in the deep end. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. six months, <laughs> six months yeah. on trail. How long did it take you to?
0: I was, I was a little intimidated because I knew a lot of people did a lot of, you know, planning and training, like, you know, as far as getting in shape and stuff first, but I also read that you know a lot of people don't, so I said, "Oh, I'll try
1: it." Yeah, and and how long did it take you to complete?
0: Um, about I would, a total six months and one week. I started February 27th of 2021 and finished September 5th of the same year. So
1: February, okay, that's pretty early. Um,
0: yeah, have, I was a bit ahead of the bubble, <laughs> but then I ended up uh, taking a lot of zeros and and yeah. being right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, did and and like where did you first hear about the Appalachian Trail?
0: I um, I would say like I I had heard the name before, but I didn't really know like what it was until I started watching. I started watching this family on YouTube that was hiking it in 2018, maybe the Crawford family. Yeah, I, I followed them like and watch all their videos and then I started following like I started getting like addicted to it and watching like a whole bunch of YouTubers that were doing it and I did that for years and then and saved up my job um and but I would say about five or six years before I did it was when I started really like you know getting into it and and seeing what it was all about
1: so it was quite a long time that it was you know up on your radar and a to do you know on the to-do list and yeah um, but it's
0: possible but yeah it was definitely something i dreamt of
1: did you how did you figure out how much money you'd need um and also if you don't
0: mind telling how much did it actually cost yeah well i i remember watching some youtube videos and people talking about like an average of five thousand dollars um you know and usually more sometimes more than that um i didn't really keep a good track of how much I actually spent. Yeah, but it's I would, hard, isn't it, yeah. Yeah, but I would say it's it's somewhere around around that mark is what I probably spent. Yeah, yeah.
1: you're the first person I've asked. I've had, um, some of these episodes haven't been released, but so far what's been released is Road Soda and Hollywood. And yeah. uh, I was meaning to ask those guys and I didn't. So from now on, I'm gonna start asking people, cause it's interesting. Um, you know eventually there may be an average um and then people who want to go and hike the Appalachian trail they'll have an idea from through hikers who have done it and how much they've spent so um yeah um yeah so you you say like you were a little bit apprehensive because that, you'd had
0: that, you including sorry. gear either though sorry that oh, was that's that
1: including was, gear yeah of course that, yeah. that
0: was that was not included gear like that that five oh, thousand is 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 just for like you know like hostels and food and like 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 life that comes up on the trail i had spent like uh a couple grand before that for my gear also mm. so yeah that figure was not including um including gear so it yeah. definitely can be it can be an expensive sport um because the, the lighter the gear is the more expensive it is yeah
1: yeah for sure um and and you you were saying that like uh you'd had people had uh, some people did lots of preparation and planning and stuff. And also other people didn't So, yeah. um, What, what was it like? How long was it before you got your trail legs?
0: Yeah. I, I didn't know if I was ever going to get them. Like (laughs) when we start, it, it just seems so daunting and impossible, but I would say I noticed, I noticed a big difference a couple of months in is when I really started to notice, that i could that i could just kind of plow through miles and it not be as big of a deal yeah 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 so I, I was i was i was like i remember a few days a few weeks in. i'm like when is it gonna happen and it just seems like it takes forever but and then one day just all of a sudden yeah that you have them <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> what, what kind of did now i got a question for you after you gained that fitness and you got your trail legs uh, any did that did you feel that you just got stronger? Um, d- did you hit a plateau? Um, at, 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 or then did you kind of peak your fitness and then start to deteriorate towards the end? How did it work out for you physically?
0: Yeah, it, it does seem like uh, it does seem like it goes like it goes up. And then because of so much impact, you're also dealing with your body breaking down at the same time with injuries. So yeah, there was a, there was a point where I probably like plateaued, you know, um, as far as being super strong and then, and then you're, tr- and then you're also trying to keep up with the calorie deficit too, because if you don't, then you get weaker from that as well. So yeah, once I had my trail legs and I felt pretty strong, <clears throat> and then it was a matter of trying not to do too many miles to where my injuries would, would make it so that. I wasn't able to do as many miles if that makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense. How did you manage? Um, you mentioned injuries, what were they and how did you manage them besides not doing so many miles?
0: Yeah. Well, there was, there was a, there was quite a few, mostly, you know, just like, uh, knee pain and, 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 um, uh, hip pain and back pain, shoulder pain from the pack. But, um, um, I had, I had one in Maine towards the end where I slipped and fell on my finger. And then when I, when I, when I got up, I realized my finger was facing backwards, the wrong direction. And Are you it, was, choking? it was excruciating pain. Man. And I looked down at it and I'm just like, what am I going to do? I'm miles away from any hospital. Uh, people could, I mean, I was, I was kind of screaming and cursing, but nobody could hear me for miles. So I was like, what can I do? I'm not going to call 911 for like, you know, a broken finger or whatever. So <clears throat> Oh no! I just said I'm gonna do what they do on movies and TV. No, you didn't. You it back. I did, I did the old move, and I had, and I know nothing about about that. I'm not a doctor, or you know yeah. anything like. That. I had no idea what I was doing, but I just took the finger and I just yanked on it, and and somehow it went back into place. However, <laughs> it, it, it didn't stop the pain and the swelling. It was still swollen mm-hmm. and excruciating, but at least I knew it was back in place, and it was start. Be, it could begin to heal versus you Know going on with my finger facing backwards and possibly never healing correctly,
1: yeah. No, uh, yeah, wow. Um, that's I was imagining as you were speaking about it, did you snap it back in place? And you did crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, crazy.
0: One I've ever done in my life that. What,
1: what? what's the knee injury? You say you still is your you um, told me you mentioned about yeah. your knees still a bit hurting,
0: yeah. You know going down those mountains, man, just is hard impact, but with it, with a with an overweighted pack, my pack was, you know, some, sometimes almost, sometimes it was at 40 pounds was the heaviest my pack it was out there, but it, could, it would happen fairly often when I was full on water and food. And so, yeah, I, I, I read about this a little bit after the fact, and I probably should have been closer to 25 pounds, but I was, I was on, the, my pack was on the heavy end and, and and I definitely paid the price for it out there with my joints Coming down mm-hmm. the mountains and stuff, and so I, I I developed a hernia, which I didn't find out about till till I got back. Oh, also from lifting yeah. the pack over my shoulder every day, multiple yeah. times a day, which I got to go get that checked out now.
1: Is the hernia like around the stomach area or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh geez, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Her- that they should fix that up.
0: Fix yeah, you that. Sure? And my knee. <laughs> I've been wearing a brace occasionally on my knee too, because it's ha- has a lot of inflammation and swelling, but. I'm still able to, you know, walk around.
1: Yeah. Sounds like you actually got pretty beat up out there. To be Yeah, Yeah. I did.
0: (laughs) I think because I I don't, I didn't have, I don't have a lot of muscle to support all my joints. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, my leg muscles got pretty strong out there, but you know, you have to have like certain amount of fat and, and tissue in your joints to keep them. And, you know, it's hard out there. To keep up well,
1: uncertain. Well, this is the body. Okay, so you're breaking down your body. But the whole time you're out there, you are building up your mental strength.
0: Yeah. Um, you know,
1: you, Yeah. So like, um, on the flip side of things, how do you feel after? I mean, you must feel like um, a Jedi or something, you know, how do you feel now you're a through hiker? I mean,
0: it's a pretty it, awesome title. It, it, it takes it definitely takes it took me. Yeah, I went from basically thinking that so many things were impossible. Like the word impossible was so you know, prevalent in my mind for, for tasks and, 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 um, and accomplishments like that. I thought there's no way somebody like me could ever in a million years. So have, now having completed something that like monumental like that, I feel totally different knowing that I can pretty much do anything. And so can anybody. And it, it's a great feeling. And I, I like to share that with other people too. let them know that you can do anything. If you really set your mind to it, you know, it sounds cliche, but it really is true in, in most situations.
1: Yeah. Um, everyone else I've spoke to it. It is cliche, but it's cliche for a reason it's cliche because it's true. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what areas of your life, are you going to apply that to now um, that you've got this newfound belief
0: yeah, well, I just, um, I plan on uh, p- planning more, more big, big adventure type things and doing more big things in my life. And um, yeah, not, not, not keeping my box in my world so small, just keeping my mind open to, uh, to other tasks that seem big and, and exciting and, and daunting. Mm. So
1: what age yeah, are
0: you? Changed um, my life in a lot of ways.
1: How old are you, Huck Finn?
0: I am. I turned 35 on trail this year. Yeah. So I'm still 35. Okay. And are
1: you like married or do you have any children?
0: No, no, I'm not married. Don't have any children.
1: Yeah. So you're pretty free to kind of go and do kind of what you want, um, in terms of these kind of endeavors, but, 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 but
0: yeah, neither of us are really tied to anywhere. So, you know, I definitely could, could pretty much, you know, go anywhere within limits and do it, do it, whatever.
1: Let's go back to the Appalachian Trail. So that first um state, Georgia. Um can you still see me? A yes. lot of memory. Yeah. 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 That that state then and Georgia. Oh, I'd also like to mention that you do actually have a YouTube channel as well, um called yeah. Adventures with Huck Finn. And actually I yeah. think you just posted 4 days ago a brand new um
0: video. Yeah. Yeah, episode
1: five. <laughs> cool. So I've, I've I've got it up in front of me here. You've got zero, and then one through to five. How? Yeah. Are you, um, what? What's yeah. the process? How are you editing it? Are you? How many episodes to 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 go until you finished?
0: So I filmed every day when I was out there, just knowing I wanted to do, to do something with it at one point. And I meant I I originally envisioned trying to edit out there and get and and post videos while I was out there. But when I got out there, I realized it was so much harder to do mm. than I thought. And I was just, you know, you're, you're tired and there's there's so much going on and so much you want to just, you know, take in the moment. Mm. So I just um, ended up not being able to release any until I got home. Once I got home, my brother happens to be a professional video editor. Wow. And, that and that's what he, he does for a living is edit videos. So he um, is helping me and showing me the ropes a little bit and teaching me some things. Uh, until I can fi- until I can um, start doing it on- the editing on my own, but I filmed everything and 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 we're editing it together, my brother and myself.
1: It's good but, that he's teaching you rather than doing you for it. Then um, yeah, they say teach a man how to fish, you feed exactly. him for the rest of his life. So exactly, yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah,
0: no, but, but, I love like, it. So, I've yeah, always loved
1: episode it. five because I've I think I watched one of your episodes, but I'll watch the rest. Um, but like uh so where are we up to with episode five how many are, are, are to go
0: and episode five we are somewhere in the smokies after Gat. i'd say just after gatlinburg so there's a, there's definitely a good amount more to go and i didn't film a lot in the beginning so yeah there, i have a lot more footage like as i went on i, I was able to get more and more footage that's
1: cool did your brother give you advice on like whether to hold your phone portrait or landscape and all that well stuff? yeah no, i'm oh, sorry I mostly, I, i'm assuming he you used your phone
0: no i mostly did it with the gopro unfortunately. oh sorry yeah i wished like if i if i did it again i would do everything on the phone that way i it'd be easier to edit just on the phone and everything with the gopro the files are big and i can't i can't put the use the i can't um i can't edit them on my phone because they're 4k and this is an iphone 7 Okay. So until I get a new phone, when I get a new phone, I'm going to do everything in the phone. But yeah. for the, for that trip, I did it all on the GoPro. So I have to use my brother's um, computer to to um you know bring up the raw files and then edit them on there.
1: Plus, if you take your phone and a GoPro over taking just your phone, your pack is going to be lighter.
0: So yeah, you know, you're gonna. Yeah, I actually brought both. Up and I ended up taking some pictures and video on my phone. But most most of the video I did on the GoPro yeah, and the pictures I did on the phone. <laughs> so I ended up carrying them both anyways. Yeah, like I, I had too much weight for sure.
1: But do you feel like gave you a purpose while you were out there? Because a lot of people I've spoken to have said, yeah, it is a boring walk, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah. if, at if, times, and at times, yeah. at times
0: for sure, monotonous.
1: Yeah. So so no, but I mean with you having the um objective of trying to film things, did that then uh, add an extra element to your day and and keep yeah. it interesting?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yep. Trying to get cool angles of things and seeing things in a different way. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, it made me appreciate
0: it. things more and 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 look and look closer at things versus just walking past it all.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's nice. I mean, I know because I i mean i didn't do anything with the footage or the photos but i took a whole well i did actually i posted my photos on some updates i did on instagram but it Mm -hmm. was just nice it just makes you stop and look at things a little bit longer i think when you you when you're into photography um yeah did you get any cool animal um footage uh wildlife footage
0: i i the most the most i think the 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 only thing I was able to really get on camera was some deer that came that were, that were just coming up close, really close to me. Okay. But other than that, I, most of the animals I saw I wasn't able to capture because it happened too quickly, but there was a few deer I got on camera at least a few different times. And um, yeah, yeah, not too much more than that, but, but speaking of how, going back to Georgia, sorry. Very, yeah. 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 Of course. My very, my very first night on trail, I got to Hawk Mountain Shelter and it was my first night on trail and I didn't know anything. So I got there to the shelter area and I didn't realize that they have bear boxes and bear cables. They have both at that shelter. Well, I didn't know anything about that. So I I hung my bear bag. I hung my food bag and I didn't even do like the PCT hang, which is they say is a better method. I did a regular hang and the bear the next morning I went there and my food was all gone my entire food cache was completely gone. The bear had cut through the rope and it dropped and it took my food and left and it was all gone.
1: That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I I know. What
0: a crazy first night, right? (laughs) Welcome to the jungle.
1: So (laughs) So, uh, 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 what did you do?
0: I, well, luckily uh, there was a Ridge runner there. He gave me a few um, granola bars. And then when I got to the next, you know, a few uh, people, other people, See, that's the great thing about the trail. People are so amazing. And, and, you know, they say the trail provides people just gave me some of their food, little bits here, a little bit there until I got to the next town and was able to, you know, get a full resupply and get a new food bag.
1: Man, that's uh, that's, a, that's one way to start off your adventure, you know, with um, yeah. your food. food. I know. It's gone.
0: <laughs> I, almost, I almost quit a few times in that, in those first like three days were the hardest for me.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, I really almost quit on day three after, after going over blood mountain shortly after mountain crossings, um, near Pat, just as Hiawassee, Georgia. What was it? The physical hardship, the weather, well, yeah. blood mountain, man. They don't call it that for nothing. Like it was my, and I, I was so, I was out of shape and, and, and I was doing eight, six to eight miles. And that day I get to, I get to the base of blood mountain and, and I decide to push for, to push past because I couldn't find a good camping place yet Mm. and I didn't realize what I was getting into I didn't realize how much further I would have to go up and over the entire mountain so I ended up doing 15 miles that day going up and over blood mountain and it was after dark too like three hours of it were after dark my headlamp was almost about to die I literally got over the mountain and into mountain crossings right before my headlamp died and I was able to call my girlfriend she drove all the way from Florida And I almost went back to Florida with her. But the next morning I woke up in the hotel well-rested and my ankle, which I kind of injured on blood mountain the night before was feeling better. And it's a, it's amazing what a night's sleep can do for the human body and for the mind, body and soul. The next day I was like, I don't want to quit. I was like, I feel better. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to go another day and, you know, take another step and, and, Luckily, after that, I never really wanted to quit again. Uh,
1: yeah that that was it. Within the first th- three days, first week, yeah. that you had your uh, worst.
0: Those uh, were the hard days for sure. And other people had told me that, but it really was true. Though, mentally, especially.
1: Well, well done for carrying on going. And um, I mean, you know, I'm sure there are people who do quit after day three. You know, and yeah. You didn't, so um, it's an
0: emotional experience too, which is which was really cool.
1: Uh, what an emotional experience
0: yeah you know you just you go through all the emotions on the trail from the beginning to the end you go through every emotion you can imagine
1: yeah that's actually really talk cool. about that um that's really cool. i really like the idea of exploring that a little bit so yeah what what, yeah. what are the what are the some of the emotions and 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 talk about that particular emotion and how deep you get into it and what
0: happens yeah So, you know, it's, it's just getting outside your comfort zone. Like I, I had always been fairly comfortable, you know, and I've never really been far outside of my comfort zone. So, you know, there's good, bad, and ugly. Obviously there's, you know, when you're, you could be soaking wet and cold and be miserable. And then the next day the sun comes out and shines on you and it just completely changes your morale. And like, you could go from being miserable to being like, like in ecstasy, or just like like super excited and happy, and it's just like you go through like all the range of human emotions, and you see a lot more humanity that you than you would no, normally not see in, in, in your life, in your you know normal day to day life. You know, between whether you're feeling those emotions, you're seeing other people experiencing them, you're experiencing them together sometimes, and yeah, I did start the trail um, alone. myself and I finished alone by myself for the most part but Mm -hmm. along the way I met so many people and would see this person for days weeks at a time and and really get to know different people and experience those emotions with them so it it was really neat you know even take the good with the bad and and uh yeah it was basically just like, hey, like I just
1: I just want to mention a second watch the uh the microphone on the i think you're moving it, 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 oh it, it's i may making, have put
0: my hand in front of the microphone sorry yeah,
1: it's making a lot of like a uh, rattling noise um okay, i've listened to podcasts in the past and i think the interviewer has not said anything and it goes right the way to the end but yeah you don't no. mind me in no
0: song. that's great i appreciate that i yeah, actually wish yeah. i should have put it on like on my phone on a stand or something
1: are you getting achy arms now? Hey? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the the human emotions. So is that yeah. something that you hadn't really experienced uh, before you started the hike then?
0: I mean, everybody, you know, experiences emotions. But at that, I mean, le- that level, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like they're all at 10, you know, it's like they're all everything <laughs> you feel is, is at like a higher level, like a heightened sense almost. Yeah. So, yeah, not like that. Nothing. I never experienced anything like that. Speak no. about
1: some ecstaticness, like um, where you just feel the world, the people and you
0: are just magnificent examples of. Yeah, well, I mean, one time, I, like finishing up at the end, get, um, going up Katahdin. And I, I was around some of the, the dirty bubble guys and they're all good, good people. And so that, that was fun finishing up together and, and, and feeling that with all them. And that was definitely a, a moment where I felt all like I felt almost every motion rush through me that day. Yeah. And, um, I just remember getting, starting my way up and just my eyes just welling up, filling up with water and <laughs> just tearing up, just tears of joy for sure
1: yeah yeah and, and you were able to share that with so you I, I saw photos I was quite surprised actually to see because I'd never never seen you with the bubble or the dirty bubble and yeah and I, I think on the summit photos you're actually with those guys up at the top yeah
0: yeah and, we, and I, we, I was we,
1: surprised uh, you know
0: yeah and Man was up there
1: <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> And, and, and is, is it like, so that, that feeling of euphoria
0: about them the whole time too. <laughs> and, and before I met them and then I met them a few times early on, I met road soda first. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what, yeah. And what's it like to have those kind of euphoric feelings while somebody else is having a euphoric feeling and then kind of, cause that's rare in life that two people feel that good, let alone yeah. a group of people. What is it like to yeah. share those emotions with others?
0: oh it's great it, it it makes it makes them feel like your family they'll, they'll feel like my family forever now all the people that i saw on that last day there in baxter um yeah i just i I'll, I'll feel like they're my family forever and and same thing with most of the people that i got to know on the trail along the way it's that's, just uh, that's powerful yeah. it's really powerful yeah <laughs> yeah Really uh, that's
1: pretty cool. I mean, I, I, you know, I think I remember the first time I met you. uh We were going up. It, it was kind of a slate, uh, kind of a steep, like
0: yes, rocking. yes, yep. That was somewhere yep. in Maine, I believe.
1: Yeah, and I just remember you and just thinking, um, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's not many people I didn't like on trail. I kind of liked yeah. the most people I met, but yeah, again, I liked you and I just liked our conversation and. Yeah. Here we are again chatting. You know, yeah. I said we'd meet again. I, I know it's on a laptop, <laughs> but yeah, uh,
0: I love yeah. it. Man.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it is. it is. I really
0: enjoyed meeting you that day. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that day. Yeah. Mean, I, re- I felt like we were a lot of like, even just this, the first moment I saw you.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you know, there was something I also felt like you were a kindred spirit as well, but there's, there's this, the, you did something which you didn't know that I saw and it showed, like you said, you get to see humanity. And you when we were at the top of and I forget the name, but all of the dirty bubble were up there, Olga was up there, and there was this view where everything was just flat around us. It was a beautiful sunny day. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I forget the name of the mountain. Um, flat top yeah. or something. I don't know. But we're up there and I remember you went past and it was cool. I saw you and stuff. And then you was out, were eating, you were
0: eating that at that moment. Are you yeah, yeah. cooking? Yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah and you you I, I don't know if I was cooking I may have been eating I don't know if I was. Cooking. At
0: that beautiful view
1: <laughs> yeah that's it and you ran past and you started singing out loud and 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 running and I thought oh man that, that's joy right there you know yeah. like that that is if someone had to do a visual um a video of joy and we just recorded you for 10 seconds that is joy and it was so nice to see that and you know, you yeah. did know that I saw that, but I just yeah. appreciated that. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. <laughs> I'm tearing up just thinking about it. That was that's beautiful. Cause yeah, I would do that when I would get excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see that side of you before. I know I would I would, I like, would cool. sing
0: dance sing and dance and, and, and run a little bit, but I had to try not to run too much because it was not it wasn't good for my body with a heavy pack, but <laughs> but sometimes you just can't help it. You just start. Skipping away.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. What um like uh what kind of uh food choices did you make um along the way and uh Uh,
0: terrible ones probably, (laughs) but um (laughs) but mostly you know just like what most you know normal like uh ramen stuff mixed mixed with other stuff, mixed with meats, you know, mixing some tuna in with my ramen. I would also add mayonnaise packets, at least two mayonnaise packets to my dinner every night for mm-hmm. calories. And it, and it made it a little creamier mm-hmm. and, and it was actually pretty good. It had added flavor. And sometimes I'd add a little bit of hot sauce, but but yeah. mas- mo- mostly just that for dinners so you um, or pulled there. pork. I liked mixing it with pulled pork, too. That was really good because you get tired of tuna after a while.
1: Oh, and you can buy pulled pork in the packets. In packets, sort of yeah. Packets.
0: Yeah, those those really lightweight packets um, yeah. with, with with meat in them, yeah. foil packets, whatever. Yeah.
1: So ramen, some sauces, a couple of mayonnaise, and then the meat, and then just and then so you obviously yeah. cooked. You heated. water. Yeah,
0: I, I did get. I got a stove in Franklin, about hundred miles in. I tried not having a stove, but in the cold weather, it was so nice to have that cup of hot cocoa or that hot meal at the end of the day. Ooh, yeah. I that was what I looked forward to most every day. I would get so excited when I would be get close to camp, and I'm about to have a hot meal, and yeah. you know, yeah, and, and, especially and, in the cold weather.
1: And then the rest of the day, were you kind of like taking sn- just snacking?
0: Yeah, exactly. So it was just one yeah. cook a day, most, mostly Cliff bars and protein cookies. And and my brother gave me protein mixes to take because he works for a supplement company, yeah. so he gave me samples, and so I, so I was eat, I was having some protein shakes um also those carnation breakfast essentials you know, those because yeah. you just pour the powder they're lightweight mix them with yeah. your water good to go stuff like that you know just simple lightweight stuff that a lot of backpackers tend to use
1: and um, is this stuff is this stuff that you learned along the way because i actually also had those carnation essentials or whatever yeah. they are and
0: it's yes
1: i saw other people so i ended up kind of yeah. copying
0: people oh yeah yeah, yeah. Th- there's a lot of copying going on out there for sure. <laughs> you see stuff that you see stuff and, and you're like, hmm, maybe I want to try that. And then if you like it, and you you keep it in your system. If you don't, you don't. And um, I I th- those breakfast essentials, those were actually really good for making iced coffee too. I'm not a normal coffee drinker at all, but occasionally I would like some iced coffee, so I would mix uh, a packet of instant coffee with with one of those Carnation breakfast essential mix, and it's like it tastes just like iced coffee it was delicious
1: <laughs> i
0: love trail food i mean i you yeah. love it
1: but then at the same time you I, hate it <laughs> yes
0: i literally find myself since then like wanting to make a trail meal and i've done it once or twice on my exact stove the exact way i would do it on trail i've done it a few times just because like i just you know start aching to feel like like i did on trail just mm. to just to go take me back there you know what i mean in some sense
1: what have you been doing uh, since you've been off trail um, with, yeah. with, with yourself?
0: Uh, mo- mostly healing, you know, visiting with family, spending a lot of family time because I didn't see any of, any of them for almost six months, especially like my brother and my, 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 uh, my niece, yeah. uh, my brother's uh, child who I didn't see for six months, spending time with them, um, which it's nice because then I can, my brother can help me at it at the same time. So mostly visiting with family, going to parks here and there, doing a little camping with my girlfriend occasionally or with my brother or whoever, you know, trying to keep busy. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to do as much active stuff as I would like to do because Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to heal my my joints from the, you know, from being on the trail.
1: Hey, um, I don't
0: want any permanent injuries.
1: No, no, man, rest up, rest up. You you just did something epic. Uh, you know you yeah. can't expect to spring back after a couple of weeks. Uh, you know you put yeah. six months into it. You know, um, you know, give yeah. yourself some rest. You deserve it. Yeah. By the way, uh, another thing that surprised me because when you're out on trail, you often can't really tell how tall someone is because the ground's uneven. But I think yeah. you now, standing next to you at one point, dude, like you're you're freaking tall, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, how- I mean, how like. Four. <laughs> six what i'm six i'm like six three and a half i'm, I'm about six four almost
1: <laughs> that is it because we're on this rocky trial i just been ahead of you so i'm slightly it was really yeah. funny to to see you and think man you're like a baller you know you like really yeah
0: tall. so that's the other thing that kind of played i feel like that played against me a little bit too that's probably why my back hurt more because i'm you know i'm tall taller and 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 you, and you do hunch a little bit especially when you have a heavy pack on all the yeah. time yeah yeah and, and and so yeah so i don't know if that has something to do with with why it's a little harder on me or not yeah but.
1: well well it was just it was just funny for me um yeah well um what is is it like what what is it that about the Appalachian trail that i mean it's it's okay and all well me asking loads of questions and stuff but kind of When I said to you, uh, do you want to do a podcast uh, about the Appalachian Trail with me? What kind of things did you think we would talk about? And let's talk about some of that stuff, you know, like, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want you to ask me anything, anything and anything at all. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I I I like to. A lot of people, I think, hike the trail because of the camaraderie and because of the people out there, you know, and. I've 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 talked to a few people on trail that that say similar, that have similar stories where they were kind of like losing faith in humanity with everything that's been happening, especially since the pandemic. You know, things have gotten really tumultuous in this country, in the U.S. And so, you just want to co- kind of get away from all that, get away from the news, unplug for a while, and that's one of the reasons that I and many other uh, people I think did it, um, especially this year and last year, and you know these these couple of years yeah the the way things have been but it really restores your faith in humanity being out there because you see just a whole different you know you see a community of people coming together Mm -hmm. helping people out the trail angels people taking care of hikers it's just everybody helping each other it's just it's a beautiful thing that was one of the biggest things that attracted me to that
1: hey Hub, don't forget the microphone it's um oh man sorry no no it's okay my hand did it again (laughs) damn that hand yeah so the, the, the yeah i
0: actually have yeah. like a have like a, a phone tripod thing um that i could possibly get if we you could can. pause for a minute yeah, well
1: we don't have to pause i think we can oh yeah i think we can pause uh oh, no
0: i think i can just try to try no, but to I,
1: I we can pause though because believe me i'm going to edit after this let's have a look hold on right. sounds so official Jeez. Mm-hmm. um yeah, so um, I wanted to ask you before you actually did get on trail, what, how would you say you are socially? Um, are you like introverted, extroverted? Do you spend a lot of time with friends by yourself? What, what um,
0: of- I am pretty, I, I would say I'm f- extroverted mostly. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, sometimes I am shy depending on the person. But for the most part I'm 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 pretty social.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially if I already know if I already know people, but in the beginning it might take me a minute. Yeah.
1: That's kind of similar to how I am as well actually. I think that's a good way to be cuz um you know people then um, earn your trust. You can't just trust people without knowing them, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I I like to have fun and I like to like make sure everybody's having fun too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and talking about fun, um, I know with um, having my first guest uh, w- being road soda, like road Soda's not shy to you know, say out loud, he does like to party. Um, yeah. And um, so what, what's your, because there's different types of approaches to the Appalachian Trail. For example, I was going for a speed record. So mine was eat, uh, fuel and sleep. And, and mm-hmm. then I got injured and then I turned into a hiker and I joined you guys for like 450 miles. So I did party as well. That was... <laughs> uh, what, I'm what? sorry,
0: you guys, but it was good to be able to get to know you more.
1: <laughs> oh, listen, I wouldn't change what happened. Um, yeah. I really appreciate meeting you guys. And if I would have got the record, I wouldn't have met you guys. So yeah what's of more value really and as the years go by maybe um you know things will come from the people i met so it, it, <laughs> it is as it is anyhow um what what's your version of partying um uh, what kind of substances did you use to party um and uh how did that affect your hike and in, in good ways or bad ways and, and talk about that
0: yeah so so there's definitely a lot of partying on the Appalachian trail and when I originally envisioned doing it, I envisioned, you know, being part of some of that. Um, however, I I I have done a lot of partying in my life already. I'm um I'm I like I said I turned 35 on trail, so there was a lot. There was a lot, you know, there was younger people and then there was older people than me. Um, but I didn't party as much. As I did, you know, as I did in like in college and high school, like for me, the Appalachian Trail was a little bit more about trying to grow as a human, as a person, trying to do some soul searching and trying to really figure out, you know, who I am, what I want to do, all those things. So I really enjoyed being sober most of the time out there. Um, I, I, I would, I, I've, I had, you know, maybe one or two beers, you know, Mm -hmm. socially with people. But, um, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't do a lot of partying, but I was around it, you know, cause there's a lot, everybody out there, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, I would say a lot of people out there like to, uh, like to party, but for me, I just, I felt like I would have too much of a hangover and it would affect my hiking too much the next day. Yeah. So I, I opted to, you know, to minimize that as much as I could for that, for that six months of my life. <laughs>
1: Well, me and Hollywood were speaking about this in the last episode about the different age groups. And yeah, Hollywood mentioned how you've either got straight out of college or retirees. And there's not really people, many people who are between
0: betweeners. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so really, you're because when I first met you, I kind of I, I you know, I didn't actually realize you were 30 in your mid 30s. I actually thought you were out of college, you know, I mean, you could have passed for like me. 21. <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> well, yeah. So I, I, I feel put, that I feel that age. <laughs> I put you with those guys. Um, yeah. but now actually, um, speaking to you, I realized that you're an in-betweener actually, you know? Yeah. Um, and that yeah. soul searching and probably being sober is the way you get the most out of the trail at this yeah.
0: stage. I felt for me, that's what I needed to do. Cause uh, I, you know, I had, trust me i i had partied more than enough for a few people's lifetimes (laughs) and and, uh, i mostly wanted to do things out there that weren't going to give you a hangover that i could just you know have fun so you know uh, an an occasional you know uh join around the fire or whatever that's cool yeah but i i didn't really drink too much alcohol out there because i felt it was going to be counterproductive to what i was doing
1: yeah yeah and, and um, actually, you know, everybody's different um, and mm-hmm. everyone is interested by different things. When Absolutely. you out on the trail, what, what things caught your interest on a daily basis?
0: Uh, everything, but mostly, mostly the nature, just connecting with nature. That's one of the cool, that's one of the greatest things about hiking alone for me. Was I? I wasn't distracted all the time. Like people that were hiking with somebody the entire time, I feel like they had more of a distraction. I feel like I was able to just, um, just unplug with whatever was going on in my mind and plug in with nature and, and like fully. And that's one of the reasons why I chose not to have a working phone out there. So I was one of the very few people on the Appalachian Trail that couldn't just take out my phone and call somebody. I disconnected myself intentionally before i hit the trail so i didn't have a phone so i i i had a physical phone but it was just for pictures videos and i could use it with wi-fi only so i had no service out there um so that was cool and it forced me to connect more with nature you know like on a deeper level that's profound
1: man i really didn't know that
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I didn't tell um everybody but if you you know the people that hiked around me often knew yeah. but yeah I actually am glad I did it that way too. I wouldn't you, change it.
1: Did you meet one other person who was dis like okay? Let's let's say disconnected, but I'd like <laughs> to say connected. Because yeah, I connected
0: yeah. when I when I was in town and had Wi Fi, but that was yeah. about it.
1: No, but I also mean that because you were disconnected from your phone, you became connected
0: to nature exactly, and other people more. Yeah, and for you to talk to other people more. Yeah, so that was re- was really nice. Did, did you, did you
1: meet anyone else who had done that as well? Or were you the only, I, really,
0: I mean, um, you know, there were some people that would, that would you, that would look at their phone all the time, like, mm-hmm. and like all the notifications, whether it was Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And I didn't want m- that to be my hike. So I didn't, but I didn't really, uh, I don't know if I met one other person that didn't have phone service out there that didn't have a phone, They didn't have like, you know, a phone if they wanted to call a family member at any point. I don't know if I met another person like, like that did that. <laughs> I might've been the only one that I know.
1: <laughs> I think that's a really wise decision um, to do what you did. Um, which means I guess you didn't have gut hook, uh, which is the, app. no
0: that beautiful thing about gut hook, which is now called far out. Yeah. For people, you no, know. <laughs> yeah. but, um, that's the good thing about that is that you can use, you can download the maps for offline use. Yeah. So I didn't have to have any kind of service. You download it when you're in town, you download the next map when you're in town yeah. and then you do the previous one out of your phone and then you can use it anytime. So, I mean, I'm walking through the woods in the middle of nowhere. I have no connection to anything and yet my phone knows where I am because of the GPS and it knows where I am compared to the next water source, how far to the next shelter. It can tell me all that stuff without being connected at all that was that was the beauty of the offline map feature on on gut hook
1: yeah actually i didn't really didn't think about that yeah because i actually downloaded also the maps offline as well and it's an app yeah. so you can open it up within your phone without wi-fi yes. no that's
0: that that's really convenient for me yeah
1: did you find um when you got in it into a town you'd just be staring at your phone all the time when you got wi-fi
0: yeah i yeah i tried not to do that sometimes i would turn like i would turn it off and, and if i if there was people to converse with but if it was you know a moment where everybody was busy and or i want to do something yeah i definitely spent um would spend a few hours in town doing that and reconnecting with family and you know yeah call my friend whatever you know stuff like that
1: yeah of course yeah
0: posting pictures from along the trail and you know stuff like that yeah
1: yeah that's fair enough you know um yeah wow i really didn't know that i think that's uh i really like that and appreciate that actually
0: yeah yeah Yeah. i i thought about it consciously and 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 i i it definitely was a good decision i'm glad i did did that everybody in my family and everybody wanted tried to talk me into getting a a, a phone plan for that but in hindsight and just glad it never happened
1: (laughs) no that's, that's i mean that's yeah it is it is it is what it is, man. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And it worked what, out. What I, was- I, I did have an emergency beacon device, so I, I knew that I would be okay. I had one of those uh, Garmin in reach minis. Yeah. And my parents um, had paid for service for the few months, you know, for the six months I was out there. And so I knew I had that emergency button. If I got injured, I could push that. And so that was really, you know, I'm, which I only did that for my parents. I would have i wouldn't have needed anything <laughs> did you ever but use it
1: because i know you can receive and send texts with the yeah. did you ever it's, receive or send I, any
0: texts it's, yeah it's not easy but my 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 dad would send me messages here and there and i would and i would reply and let them know I was okay and, uh, and i'll also use the they had the feature where you could you could send unlimited of these pre pre preset messages that That's just right. says i'm okay yeah, yeah you know. and and so i would send those like at least once a day
1: okay
0: it just says okay
1: (laughs) it's like going back with technology like going backwards but then i'm sure when you got a message off your father that was quite special in the middle of nature to read a very simple text message and you know black and white yeah
0: Yeah. it was good to know i could if i wanted to if i needed to
1: yeah um back to the physical aspect what what did you start and finish at the same weight
0: um no um well almost no 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 i i started uh i want to say around 185 185 and then i lost 20 25 pounds within the first few weeks And I stayed about at that weight until I finished. And then right when, after I finished, I gained that 20 or 25 pounds back almost immediately, you know, cause you're laying around eating and, um, yeah, but other than that, I didn't fluctuate too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was hard to keep up with the calorie deficit though. That's why I was adding, you know, like mayonnaise packets to every dinner, sometimes three or four of them. Um, and yeah. that would warm in the winter too eating mayonnaise before you go to bed <laughs> the fat helps yeah. you stay warm in your sleep
1: yeah because you kind of started in winter didn't you um yeah
0: yeah. Was, yeah i had my water froze solid a few nights back in georgia in the beginning yeah. yeah 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 georgia was was cool i i would say virginia was 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 one of my favorite states um up and up until i got to, towards the end but virginia like For the majority of the AT, the Virginia was 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 probably my favorite state. It's definitely the longest state on the AT, and a lot of people get the Virginia blues, which which I never got that. I never experienced that because it was such a beautiful state. And I always knew that my mile, at least my miles, were going up. So it really didn't matter to me what the name of the state I was in. I knew that getting closer to my goal either way. Yeah. So I just the Shenandoahs were beautiful. Did you do any
1: challenges um, along no, the way? Not
0: really. No, I didn't do any of the – the, the cha- I didn't do the, the half-gallon challenge. Um, I did have a big milkshake there, though. I was like, you know what? Instead of getting myself sick, I'm just going to really enjoy a milkshake instead. Yeah, that makes <laughs> and, sense. Um, and then I didn't do any of, the, like, the, 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 the three or four-state challenges because yeah. I didn't further injure myself. So I didn't really do any of, the, like, you know, the little extra extra side challenges. But I I had my own personal goals, you know, my eyes and stuff. And I would try to try to reach those.
1: And what were your own personal goals?
0: You know, just depending on the day um, and depending on if, if what, what kind of injury I was dealing with at the time, just to get as many miles as I can without going past that threshold of further injuring myself. So, yeah, mostly that and trying to, and trying to say that maybe I'll be, Hopefully I'll be in, in, in this state by, by this time, but I never like forced myself to stick to any like time crunch, uh, plan because I wanted to just really take it in day by day, stop and smell the roses and, and, and just kind of like let things happen the way they're supposed to happen, yeah. but I will have, you know those, those personal daily goals for how far I wanted to get.
1: It's good. I mean, you know, there's the, the saying hike your own hike. And I think if you do every single challenge and yeah. yeah. That's the most important
0: thing out there, man. Yeah. Is is to
1: actually do it your way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every person's different, man. And it, you know, if you want to get the most out of it and you want to look back on it, you know, as fondly as possible, you, you have to do, Yeah, you have to do do you basically, you know, whatever is the best for you, whatever makes you happiest, you know,
1: and that's life, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I found I found that on trail, I, I, I found that I'd never been so happy, never been so stress free, never been so like anxiety free in my life like I was living on the Appalachian trail. And you would think it'd be the opposite, you know, cause there's, you know, a lot of hardships and stuff you go through, but somehow without the, without the ills of, of society and without listening to the news every day and, and trying to be scared by the government or, or, you know, whatever, whatever scary things going on in the world at the time that they want you to think about and fill your head with none of that, none of that came into my head out there. And so it was just pure peace on a level I had never experienced.
1: Man, that's, uh, that's a great way to kind of end this podcast. I think, man, that's some serious, like, uh, um, words of wisdom there. And, And I think they can only come from someone who's experienced what you've experienced, you know? Yeah. Um, Definitely. you know you're around these people at the end of the trail as you say you know you summited katahdin and these people have made it from the start but when you're in normal life you're not around a lot of people who have done what you've done so right
0: yeah you know, i mean
1: it. it's i'm excited um i'm excited about just i don't know <laughs> what's next for you so maybe you did mention the pct um yeah
0: i Ever. Ever since then, I'm definitely more excited about life. And yeah, uh, some of the like, like I want to do a river adventure soon, where I float down, possibly the Suwannee River, because here in Florida, that's one of the good rivers nearby. Uh,
1: What's it I'm called?
0: Gonna, the Suwanee River. Okay. I, I might um, plan a trip doing that, where I'm going to float down the river on on a kayak or a paddleboard or something. Bring gear and stop at one of those. They have these these river camps along the river every so many miles and I could like kind of like shelters on the AT and, yeah. and they're free. So I'm going to plan a trip where I stop at one time, take, take my boat out and, and camp at one of those every night for like, you know, I don't know a week or something like that. Yeah. So I might, trip, I might do that trip soon. How, how
1: far is that river?
0: I think it covers a hundred miles from top to about from top to the, went to where it ends at the Gulf.
1: Yeah, I I like that. That sounds like something really different cuz moving yeah. on a trail it's, and using your your legs. It's a more
0: a, land. Back, it's a more laid back uh, adventure. Yeah, and then yeah. in the future I would I want to do more hikes whether they're section or through hikes. Yeah. Um, I want to do some van life stuff possibly or or yeah. build out build out um a livable nomad vehicle. <laughs> Be a yeah. nomad for
1: You know, I've just I've just done like a decade of van life. I don't know if you know that. Did we speak about no. that?
0: I didn't i don't. didn't really know that no but i i love that man I'm, I'm that's one of the things i'm obsessed with people watching people on youtube do that too i didn't do any youtube
1: channel or anything i kind of just kept to, to myself and to, to be honest actually it feels kind of
0: well you got to experience it better than <laughs> yeah. instead, ha- instead of having to worry about what it looks like on camera you just got to you know live it that's that's great man
1: yeah yeah i'm, I'm just actually now selling my van and um it's a, it's an emotional um, decision because yeah it's not just my van it's been my home and the memories you know the the girlfriend exactly. I had um, the plate you know living in Rome in Italy for six
0: months um, wow I didn't know that that's that's amazing
1: yeah yeah I drove through the Alp mountains you know just stopped off cooked um, yeah I had sounds, it, sounds it's, a, it's a a, a big part you know I'm forty so it's one quarter of my life has been in a yeah. Go to home. Um, but yeah, I've decided cool. to sell it because um, I just think it's time to unattach myself um, from something physical. And yeah. I just really like the idea of kind of, I don't know, just having not very many possessions, maybe stuff yeah. that can fit in a bag. And then if I want to go to US or if I want to go to Asia and just, you know, then there's nothing to worry about oh, in another yeah. place that I own. Yeah.
0: Down. yeah that's great man I agree with that that philosophy big time heck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, I, uh, one one more thing I did want I do want to talk about uh the last three states because I had yeah grown, I grew up in upstate New York and I lived there for the first half of my life and then the last half of my life has been in Florida but so I, I had been I had driven between New York and Florida so I'd I'd been through most of the states on the eighty. But I had never been to Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine, the top three states. So that was really exciting to me. Once I hit Vermont, it was all new territory. And I was like, man, this is so beautiful. Maine is my by far my favorite state on the Appalachian Trail. So I want to say that it is yeah. so beautiful. If anybody out there ever gets a chance to go see Maine or to hike the Appalachian Trail in Maine or to even you know do the whole AT and make it to Maine, if you're ever thinking about it. Just do it. It is. It's so beautiful. It's a once in a lifetime uh, opportunity, and uh, it was. It was like a different world up there, you know. You're camping by a different lake almost every night. Just like it's like you have your own private lake. I was <laughs> private. Serenaded by the loons almost every night in Maine. The, those those ducks that have this beautiful, interesting sound. <laughs> Except for in Maine, they don't call lakes lakes. They call them ponds. Yeah. Yeah. They, I know some of them that, that looked like lakes were called ponds and some of them that looked like ponds were called lakes. It was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. And,
0: but yeah, I now guess I
1: gotta say when I crossed over from New Hampshire, you know, just the whites, um, and the that was Maine, just the, the trees and everything just took on a different, you know, yeah. I, I know, um, you know, it's, just, it's it, initially it's going to be the same area of land, but as time progressed, just everything took on a new feeling um, in yeah. Maine for me. You know? Yeah, it
0: takes a few days. When you cross into a new state, I noticed it takes a few days for the landscape to really change. Yeah. But once you really get in there, the landscapes do start to change. And Maine was something spectacular. I'll never forget it. And I'll, it'll have a place in my heart, and I'll definitely be back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll go back there as well. Did you see um, any moose?
0: Uh, no, I never saw any moose. I, I saw pictures on people's phones of other people that spotted moose. Um, especially in new hampshire um right right after the whites that that one gap where they have the visitor center mm. i think Pinkham notch yep that one uh, people said that they spotted some there because there's a lake across the street but i never got to physically see them with my own two eyes and i was so upset i never saw a bear or a moose and i and but they i was always bad. i was always around them they were always nearby and the person yeah. in front of me or the person behind me would see them but just never happened Yeah, i'll have to go back out there and 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 see some moose
1: you know i had this conversation with someone that um because when i was trail running so i helped set the record on the Appalachian trail by muling uh for carol Sube, who's still the record holder now and i right, did right. um i did one third of his attempt i did like i think 16 days you know wow. nice. so like um but i would do about 30 to 35 miles a day uh, with wow. him, I wouldn't do the full day, which is about fifty something miles, fifty-three wow, that's miles. But,
0: that's uh, a lot. More yeah, than we but do.
1: <laughs> but when I was with him, I counted. uh That was just in fifteen days, I saw eight bears.
0: Wow! Yeah. 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 And the Smokies, especially. What, what area was that that you were? We were
1: in Virginia, um and okay. then
0: I think. Shenandoah.
1: Uh, yeah, Shenandoah. You have a lot, also. Yeah. And I think the difference is, is when you're trail running, um, you, we didn't really have, pol- we didn't have poles. So there was no tack, 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 tack. And also,
0: uh, um, that's, you're quieter.
1: You're a lot quieter on your, cause you're not carrying a big pack. There's nothing rattling. You're just carrying a, you know, a, yeah. a, a running vest. So I think yeah. we kind of creeped up on the bears more than if you're like yeah,
0: that's, that's why I didn't see too many. Cause for a while I had things dinging on the outside of my pack. Yeah. and then I hided those down so I could try to see one, yeah. but still didn't happen because you know I I would talk or you know your poles make noise and yeah they're they're just too smart you know they don't want to be around. Oh know, yeah, they they, they, they hear it.
1: Smelly hike coming along, you know, with poles and dinging and things. They're just yeah, awesome. yeah. they're cats.
0: So I definitely experienced a, experienced a bear firsthand that first night, having a bear steal all my food, but never actually laid eyes on one.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: oh well, Except, I mean except in the um in the uh uh the zoo that you passed through in, in New York <laughs> on the trail.
1: <laughs> I, I think There's, I, re- I had there. reckless abandon it's not been published yet. Did you meet reckless abandon?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think I met Hollywood either. Okay. I'm, so we- I'm to watch that episode and get to know him through the episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just audio. I haven't done it on YouTube. Um, okay. but, uh, you can listen to it. But Reckless is 66. And I think he said he saw four bears, two of which were in New York Zoo. Wow. You know? well,
0: yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, um, you've already given. Um, golden advice to any and when any people who want to are going to listen to this they're going to listen to your words and um the you know they're going to get real knowledge from an experienced through hiker but having said that before we kind of um say our goodbyes is there anything that you'd like to it doesn't even need to be advice. is there anything that you'd just like to mention before we um
0: you know say goodbye um well, like I said, if anybody out there is ever even have is ever really is ever thinking about doing something like this, I recommend I recommend just just do it. Just, you know, just try it. And um, and I, I think that you'll you'll pick up, you know, what to do next as you go and, you know, just immerse yourself in it. It'll pay off in the end. You know, you'll regret at the end of your life. If you, you'll regret things you don't do, you know, not things that you do do. So
1: yeah, that's true.
0: That's just one thing I would say to people, just go for it. You know, whatever your dream is, you know? Yeah.
1: No, that's you good know. words, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. It makes me think, you know, not so bad about not for, like failing to set the record on the A T because I tell you what would be a lot worse thinking. I wonder if I could have attempted it. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about that too like the day days those, those first couple of days that i thought about quitting i was like you know what i will never forgive myself if i quit right now yeah and i was like you know what i want to be able to sleep at night so i'm not going to quit <laughs>
1: <laughs> well um hey it's been great um and thanks huck I'm finn there. hey listen i'm calling you huck finn we didn't really actually <laughs> um share with the listeners yeah. So Huck Finn is your trail name, and how yeah, did Huck that come about? H- Huckleberry yeah. Finn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My, well, it's 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 just, it's it's just Huck Finn. But yeah. Huck
1: Finn. Huck Finn.
0: Yeah. My real name is Kyle. Yeah. And um, on I was talking to some people on the first um, on the on the first day, and talking about how I how one of my plans or dreams is to do a river adventure like Tom and Huck did, and you know, in the in the Tom Sawyer book you know, how they kind of floated down the river and, and would just stop and just, you know, stay somewhere different every night. And that type of adventure always appealed to me, especially ever since I was a kid. So I was talking about that. And so, yeah, that's how I got the name Huck Finn. And so that's how I, what I named ended up naming my YouTube channel Adventures with Huck Finn because I plan on doing so many more adventures and, and yeah. just filming. All, so,
1: <laughs> All right, so your YouTube channel is uh, called Adventures with Huck Finn. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'll also put a link to your channel in the show notes.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. There's a link to the YouTube channel in my Instagram also, which my Instagram at adventures with Huxan.
1: Okay. And I'm also going to link that in the show notes. So anyone who wants to watch, you know, up to episode five so far. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And try to faster. And say that again. I said they're kind of slow to release lately but i'm i'll try to get be able to put them put them out faster but yeah for now there's five episodes out so go check that out if you can
1: <laughs> all right hey Huck, it's been great speaking to you man and um, yeah you
0: too, brother man it yeah was, it, it was awesome meeting you on the trail and and it was a pleasure talking with you and uh getting to have this conversation
1: Okay, that's the end of the show. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my conversation with Huck Finn. If you guys like the show, go to Apple and give me a rating. That would be much appreciated. Also, share it with your friends. And uh, if you really super duper liked it, go and check out the show links and become a Patreon to help support the show. In the meantime, have a great week and uh, take it easy.